like I said, they practice it so much that once they hear a beat, their mind their mind picks up on the beat, the tempo, the flow, the cadence that they got to get that they're about to start spitting at, and they probably just start spitting out the first thing. And the first thing that they spit, they've practiced enough just freestyling, talking, and spitting off the top of their head. That after they say the first thing, whatever they end with, boom, they can start hitting on beat, rhyming scheme for scheme, and then probably even switch out their schemes, tempos, and flows. Start uh, switching up their cadences, uh, make it a little bit more entertaining for you to just sit there and listen to. Uh, they can start getting a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more precise and uh, a little bit crazier with uh, their art and craft because they've been practicing it so long. Bro, I heard um, I heard somebody say when Jay Z was in used to be like in the studio recording music, almost all of his songs would be created because they would just throw on a beat and he would just be in the corner like just with his eyes closed, just had his not- head knobbing, and then he would just boom start start rapping like freestyle, start rapping, and that's how like all of his shit was created. Yeah, that's crazy, man. It is crazy. It really is crazy. That's a that's a crazy skill to have to be able to rhyme on on beat like that, just off the top, and to be able to come up with some dope songs too. Yeah, it's a, it's a gift and a talent. Uh, it's definitely not something anyone could do. You could go up to anyone, ask them to just freestyle or even talk about something for a minute, and a lot of people don't have the confidence. Uh, they might have stage fright don't like being in front of a camera or in front of other people in front of a crowd and just let alone being able to talk about something for a minute straight the rhyming part that's something i think is a is a gift because there's so many different ways that you can rhyme words and uh convey a message and would you say it's more subconsciously like you're subconsciously just spitting out words that rhyme and you're you know what i'm saying yeah it's they definitely it's a it's like they're projecting their confidence uh whatever they're feeling you you kind of get loose to whatever you're about to uh spit on whatever beat you're listening to and you kind of just like you said earlier you just start talking spitting whatever comes off the top of your mind and you start rhyming and you start switching schemes up you start kind of bouncing around uh testing out different ways that you can uh talk spit rhyme something while also like conveying your message in a clear and precise way not not only something that is clear and able to be able to pick up on but something that's catchy and will keep the listener entertained i wonder how you ever wonder like how music was created uh no i've never thought about that evolved over it's over like a long period of time yeah that's definitely an interesting question they probably started with just chance you know that's that's probably how they got started making music. Yeah, thinking about it, I feel like it's something that's inside every single person. Well, some people don't like to talk. Some people are a little uh, introverted. Some people are more extroverted. And I believe it's the ones who are a little bit more extroverted that like to get in front of a mic and like to uh, entertain and be able to spit something, do something crazy for the people. Uh but don't get me wrong. I do believe that there are introverted people who, in their mind, yeah. they like they're able to kind of convey that message in their mind without ever talking about it, or maybe they just write about it in a notepad or uh, in a notebook or something. And and uh, they're more old school and and more simple, and they'll just write down their thoughts, uh, keep it down that way instead of getting in front of a mic or trying to do it to perform or entertain someone else. No, yeah, bro. Being able to just communicate as a whole is such a crazy skill to have. Yeah, like, and it's, it's a gift. It's important skill, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, whether you're trying to make music or write a book or anything, really, whether you're in sales, you got to know how to communicate to people, you know? Yeah. That literally applies to every every situation in your life when it comes to people is communicating. That, and it's something that we're taught from the moment we've stepped into this world. Uh, yeah, the you moment mimic, you're... Yeah, you mimic people from the moment you're, you're created. Yep, and you try in some way, shape, or form uh, when you're a little young and a little baby. You can't speak words. You can't talk yet. You try to convey what you need uh, through your actions or through your emotions. And that's something that you can pick up on people is 
uh, their energy when they're not talking about it. You you can pick up on uh, certain expressions or certain emotions. That, that nonverbal communication. Yeah, exactly. How much do you think, like, during COVID, how much do you think the mask affect young kids, like, communication? I wonder that all the time because I've heard multiple, multiple people say that those two years where everybody was, like, wearing masks and locked down really fucked their kids up. Not, not fucked them up, but it affected them, you know? Yeah, me personally, I wasn't able to experience any of that myself, and I, I don't know anyone personally who's able to talk to me or tell me anything about that. Um, I do believe that what you just said is true, yeah. that it would have a, a real great effect negatively on a child just because they're not able to be as social. Uh, you got a mass that's kind of restricting you from... Uh, a lot of things be, yeah, just, just being yourself I mean yeah I remember the first time I started wearing masks out in public and do you remember the first time you wore a mask I can't I, I'm trying to think about the first time that I wore a mask but it's it, been yeah it's been a while it was definitely a weird feeling it's not something that's normal you're not supposed to walk I don't know yeah it's just not normal you know what I'm saying yeah uh so definitely for a child it would uh, definitely be something uh a weird learning experience for them just as it was for us uh if not have more of an impact on them just because they're younger uh at that stage that that's when you're supposed to be uh more social getting out there and and being with other kids uh being outside and learning with others and just being outside and learning in general yeah. and during that covid time it was you were locked inside uh i feel like a lot of kids were on electronics that's your that was a way of learning during that time and that had a bit big effect on how children learn and yeah it's still kind of like that for the most part you know people that's really the new way to learn is um like virtually you know i think the problem with that uh there's definitely yeah there's definitely got to be some problems with it for sure the problem that i see with it is uh as the generations keep going on and uh, as we keep getting older and the kids getting younger, uh, it's like instant gratification. Everything, they want everything and uh, their need for things, they they have uh, no patience and they can't wait for something. So I think that's a big problem that I've been seeing with technology and just with uh, everything that comes along with the internet and, and on the web is it's instant gratification and there's no time to wait for anything. Everything is right there at your discretion. And I think learning patience is a big virtue to teach someone just because in this life and in this world, the real world, you're not going to be handed everything and you're not going to be given everything at your discretion. You're going to have to go out there. You're going to have to learn how to work and earn things for yourself. And so I think it's important to teach someone patience and everything takes time to, to earn something, to earn the good things. What was like the first thing that you learned patience from like growing up? Sports probably, huh? That was definitely a big cornerstone. You learn a a lot of patience as a kid when you're in sports. Yes, and I could I could definitely vouch that the coaches that I had um, while I was young uh, in any of the sports organizations that I was playing in had a big impact on my life, Uh, just teaching me about the real world and life has its ups and downs. I couldn't imagine not playing sports as a kid. Yeah, it, it teaches you a lot about life. It, ups and downs, injuries, uh, ne- negative lows. It's a part of life, but you got to learn how to bounce back. You got to learn how to how to say, all right, be real, be honest with what's been going on. Say it's not the end of the world, though. Bro, you know you, you got to be able to build some confidence back, get your confidence back, and then start building from some somewhere but you can't just be uh stuck at a low point it's not the end of the world you still got a story to be written bro you know it is one of the most like one, when i look back at playing football as a kid one of the most um the biggest things that sticks out to me is is watching film because they always used to say bro the film does not lie and i remember remember we would get in front of the whole team and we would we would watch film on our games and shit Yep. Oh, yeah, there were some embarrassing times in there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Film doesn't lie, bro. And you got to be real. You got to be honest about it. Yeah. That's something that a lot of people but don't I realize. The, I think the power of the film is you get to watch yourself. And sometimes when you're out on the field or, you know, if you apply this to life, you know, when you're out, you know, in, in your job or whatever it is you're doing, it's hard to be self-aware at all times, you know. But if you if you approach it like you're being filmed, like it gives you the opportunity to look back and be like, damn, I was embarrassing or I fucked up or you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, something I'm going to correlate to what you were just saying that you're able to watch yourself and, and like, uh, learn something from your mistakes, uh, and something that I learned along with sports is that your actions don't only have consequences for yourself. Like if you fuck up and you make a mistake, it's not, it doesn't, it, it only, it, it doesn't, doesn't only result. You. Yeah. And it doesn't just affect yourself. It affects all the other people around you, all the all the other guys on your team or, or maybe even more than that. Um, but that, that's something that I had to learn through playing sports and through just living life in general, through making mistakes and, and having to grow up and, and face reality, face the mistakes that you made and be real with yourself. Uh, you're, you're able to grow up. You're able to learn and tell yourself, all right, I'm not going to make those mistakes again. I might have done it once, but I'd be a fool if I'd done it twice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and also having teammates that, like, hold you accountable. You know what I mean? Having people that are pushing you. And also, another thing, too, about a team a team sport is you have people that you're competing with at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when we were playing football, man, like, if you were slacking or if you didn't miss – if you missed practice or some shit like that, dude, you had, you had somebody else who was ready to take that spot, you know? It does kind of apply to the to the real world, you know what I mean? Because it's always going to be the next man up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure, bro. And if you're if you're not working every day to be better at your craft, somebody probably else is. Somebody for sure is, you know. Most definitely, and that's why I think it's important for everyone out there, including myself. I could even say for myself, it's a, it's important for me to at least take one thing serious. You got to take something in this life serious be serious and real about something uh and i say this just because if you're not serious and real about something in this world it's going to get to a point in time where you're just going to be living a lie uh you're not going to be building nothing for yourself in this world like we were just talking about you got to go out and you got to earn things the hard way that's just the reality of things that's something that i think that should be taught to kids at a young age is Things just aren't handed to you. Yeah, man, I was thinking about that the other day. Um, nothing, like, none of the really good things. All right, let me, let me figure out how to explain this. None of the things, at least in my experience in life, none of the things that are truly, that stick with you, that, like, bring fulfillment and bring happiness over, like, a long period of time, all of those things come with a hefty price tag. You know what I'm saying? Take health for an example. Like, if you... Like, being in shape and being healthy is, like, one of the most important things in life. But that's an investment you have to make in yourself every single day. Time, energy, sacrifice. It's a lifestyle. Pain. It's a lifestyle. Like, people... Yeah, I just think we all can be guilty sometimes of, you know, you want to be happy, but you're not willing to do the things that really bring you happiness over the long haul. You know what I mean? Like You're not willing to make those sacrifices. Yeah, there's a lot of things that you can do that will make you happy in the moment, but it's fleeting, you know? It's like, yeah, you're happy now, but then tomorrow, boom, you're sad or, you know, you're depressed. It's like getting drunk, you know? It's like, yeah, it's fucking a great time, you know? Getting drunk with the boys, man, there ain't nothing better than that. But the next day, you know, you feel like shit, blah, 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 you know what I mean? And, you know, it's just th- like weighing the risk and rewards and, re- and weighing, um, you know, what's truly going to bring you fulfillment. And only you know that, too, you know? Yep. Uh, everyone at some point in their life has to be real with themselves about what, what you want to really do in this life. And when you really grow up and when you're really going to evolve to that next stage and really take things to the next level... You're, you're going to stop caring about other people's opinions. You're going you're gonna to really not have that many friends because you don't really care about what other people think about what you're doing. All you really care and all you focus, uh, all your 
investing your time and energy into is what you care about and that might not be what other people right. like that yeah. might not be what other people appreciate that might be what other people might not want to see you lane, doing yeah. you know it what i'm saying be, it might not be their lane you know what i'm saying the thing that you love and care about somebody else might look at it and you know they think it's dumb or they think it's a waste of time they don't see it but to evolve to grow to really take things to that next stage and whatever it is that you want to take serious and and really doing this life you you got to you got to be real with yourself look at yourself in the mirror be honest with yourself and ask yourself is that something that you really want to do is that something that you love is that something that you care about and if it is then you you, you got to stop caring about other people's opinions you got to stop dropping your friends or you got to start dropping friends and and just caring about what you want what you care about and investing your time and your energy into those things yeah man for sure bro um did you see did you see those whole, uh the fires in hawaii uh, I, saw, I saw it yesterday bro that shit looked crazy man yeah i didn't see too much about it uh my mom was telling me about it i was just visiting her uh got my hair braided up earlier yeah yeah heard a little bit about it a volcano or something it was a it was a wildfire wildfire yeah it was a wildfire Dude, that's that's scary as hell to be on an island with a wildfire because there's really there's nowhere you can go. You know what I mean? There's nothing you can do outside of just waiting it out until it until it you know until it stops. That's really all you can do. It's scary on an island. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't know. Could you ever live on an island? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be dope, but it's just kind of scary, you know? Because if shit goes wrong, you don't have nowhere to go. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, I saw that yesterday, man. Prayers to like all those people out there. Yeah, I I can only imagine with the heat advisory going on around the nation, uh, any homeless people outside, man, like it's it's got to be crazy to be outside most of the day. I mean, just trying to find shade. Uh, I pray for all those people. Uh, man, it, it's just tough, really, to think about like being outside, uh, no air conditioning. Is it's real tough? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. You take when when you see people like that, bro. You really take inventory of what you have. You know, you got You got to be grateful, man. You really gotta appreciate the little things, you know. Because, man, right now being out there, it's no joke, bro. You're out in the heat, twenty four seven, every single day. You don't got nowhere to go, man. That's it's, <laughs> that's tough, bro. You know, you don't. I, Bro, I'm, I'm not. Actually, shit, I'm getting, I'm getting dehydrated just thinking about that. Dog, I'm laughing because it's hot up in here, man. <laughs> Literally, bro, the heat is no joke, man. I'm gonna take a little, little sipsky. Dog, it is hot up in here. We are not capping. Yeah, for real. I'm gonna take a little water break. <laughs> but real talk, anyone who is out there in the streets, bro, doesn't have a, a place to stay at. And they're out there fighting and surviving. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Dog. <laughs> bro, I'll be out there too, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Nah, like, if you're really out there fighting and surviving, bro, like, I give props to you because you're built different. You really are. Uh, a lot of people, they, they complain when... Like I don't know, they they don't got AC for a day or, or I don't know, just when they gotta be outside for a, a couple minutes to do something for someone else and like I I I don't know, hearing someone just complain about something small and something little like that, uh, like you said, it puts things into perspective. When I know there's people out there like sweating, really fighting and surviving day in and day out un- under that sun every single day and. They got a lot of other things that they're not complaining about, and they're still out there doing doing shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. So, it, like you said, it puts things into perspective. Like, whenever something isn't going my way, whenever uh, I, I'm getting mad, I'm getting irritated at myself when something's not going right, when things aren't going my way, I, I got to take a step back. I got to take a deep breath and realize that I don't really got it bad, bro. Yeah, like th- things aren't really bad. I got to start fixing and changing my mindset and start looking at the positive and the good things that I got, like uh, just like we were talking about. And 
it's a game changer once you start thinking like that once you stop complaining and start appreciating the things that you do have you actually start doing something with the things that you got start building and uh start attracting more to you whenever uh you're not really thinking about just attracting things yeah bro speaking of fighting i started uh i started training jujitsu and uh, kickboxing recently and bro jujitsu is a crazy thing to do it really is, bro. Like, you're literally wrestling on the ground with strangers, bro. You know what I'm saying? When I think of UFC, I think someone that knows jujitsu that can really set you apart from any other person out there or any other person who you're going to be fighting, any opponent out there. Yeah, bro. If you know jujitsu, it's a, it, it's like the highest fighting art. Probably, yeah. That you can know and understand, and once you master it, it really sets you apart from any person who you're going up against. Yeah, bro, and there's there's a lot that you can really take from it too, man. That a lot of things that I've been taking from it, um, you you realize real quickly that you're not as capable as you think you are. You know, like. But yeah, bro, you realize like real quickly that you're not as capable as you think you are. Like, even for myself, bro, you know, like, you know, I'm no slouch, bro. You know, like I'm in good shape. I'm not like super small or anything like that. But man, you get on, you get on the mats and you go up against somebody who knows what they're doing. It's gonna be a long day, man. It's gonna be a long day. The way that I think about it, and it's almost with anything that you do in life. If someone is at least confident, you know and you understand you're going in there confident, knowing that you're not going to lose or you have an understanding of what you're getting yourself into, then you're giving yourself at least a chance and a good chance at that if you can demoralize your opponent, uh, take their will away from fighting you and show them that you're confident in what you're doing that you're not going to back down you're not going to quit once you show someone that you got some confidence in you it, it kind of takes the confidence uh of your opponent away mindset mindset is definitely definitely is a big deal when it comes to not even just jiu-jitsu but anything physical you know one of the things that i think is interesting about you know since i started training jiu-jitsu is um you know, like, you know, remember in school when you were in high school and if you didn't know something, you know, you could kind of bullshit your way around it a little bit you yep. know, in school, like in the classroom. If you didn't know an answer to, a, 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 you know, a question on the quiz, you could look over your shoulder next to XYZ person and, you know, maybe get a little glimpse of what they're what they're doing or you could figure some shit out, bro. You could fucking write some shit on your hand and maybe There's always a shortcut. Hey, yeah, there's there's a shortcut, you know, if you if you know what you're doing in school, but man, on those mats in jiu-jitsu and kickboxing, if you don't know the answer, man, there there ain't no way around it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the thing that I thought was really interesting about it is like when you're when you're when you're on the ground with somebody and you're, you're rolling, you're doing your thing, if they get you in a position or they make a move and you don't know what to do, there, there's there's no answer you, you know what i'm saying like you're, you're gonna realize quickly like you can't go look over your shoulder and, and ask somebody what to do while someone's on top of you you know fucking beating your ass you know what i mean so that's definitely something i've i appreciate about it because you can't lie out there you know what i mean like there it takes you're putting your ego out there you're putting your your body out there you're putting everything out there and there's no hiding, you know, there's no, there's no shortcuts, there's no, um, there's nothing to that, bro, and I think that's, it's a, it's a very powerful thing, you know what I mean, because you got to be honest with yourself, and you just got to be real, you know what I mean, like, certain people are going to be better, certain people are going to know more, and you got to, you got to be, like, comfortable with that, you know what I'm saying, like, there's no hiding, there's no, there's no shortcuts, there's none of that, bro, so, that's, like, the biggest thing I've, I've appreciated about, about training, man, is, Another thing too is when you're with jujitsu, like you you roll people every single day, every single day you train. So like you you get tested every day, and the reason why you can get tested every day is because in jujitsu, like if someone gets you, somebody gets you in a choke or somebody gets you in a submission, you can tap, and like you you restart and you go back at it, and <laughs> that shit happens again and again and again. So, dude, it's like I would really, 
it's really been it's it's been cool, bro. And um, I would anybody who's interested in doing something like that, I think anybody can take a lot from it. You know, there's there's a lot to learn with it. You know what I'm saying? Not even just like the moves and like the positions and the submissions, but like a deeper level. You know what I mean? Like you put your ego on the line, you put your your identity on the line. You know what I'm saying? And it's uh it's it's definitely real, bro. And um. You gotta have a lot of respect for people who who train and, and who make it a career. You know those people like it's it's a long journey for sure, bro. But yeah, I'm 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 excited. I I started it, bro, for sure. I started training with Soto, the the the, the one of the guests we had on the podcast. Yes, sir. He's, I'm, he's I'm, one of the instructors. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see uh your guys's path down that journey, man. Yeah. As you guys keep progressing. Yeah, bro. It's um. Yeah, I, I have nothing but respect for it, bro, and I, I definitely advocate for it, you know, if anybody's... And another thing, too, that I thought of is, you know, as we get older and you become an adult, there's very few outlets in society to still be competitive, especially physically, you know? Really, there's none outside of that. Where you don't get penalized for it. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, what else? Where else can you go to be challenged? I mean, I guess they have like men's leagues and stuff in like sports. I didn't really think about that, but it's definitely a great way to test yourself, no doubt. A few corners. Yeah, yeah, bro. Um, do you watch any UFC at all or no? Oh, all the time. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that I learned from it is, like you said, you you got to respect the sport itself. And then you got to respect your opponent, uh, anyone who does step in that cage or uh, in the octagon or on the mat with you. You you got to respect anyone who you face and go up against. And the thing that I like to watch and learn from the UFC is the different ways that you can submit or knock someone out. Because that's really the, the goal of fighting someone is to, to knock them out or to submit them. To, yeah, or to break a limb. Yeah, and so I learned there's many different ways that you can win or, or beat your opponent. A lot of different ways you can skin the cat. A lot of it is psychological. And like you were saying, one of the hardest things uh, that people don't understand about the sport is it's easy to sit there and uh, to watch and critique someone that, oh, you should have done this and you should have pulled this move off and then this move. And it's it's easy to sit there and say that. And it's, it's way different being in real time face-to-face against your opponent and to actually start going the distance or actually take take a shot from someone. It's way different actually being in there, being in that real face-to-face situation and then to sit there and say oh you should have done this and this and this uh the ones who do excel in sports or in in any professional uh league or or sport that they play usually tends to know how to control their body it's not only that they're uh big or athletic or uh, they got a good physique or something for the sport but they also have a good iq and they're also able to control their body and and uh pull off whatever they're trying to execute well yeah bro for sure man um yeah dude it's it's definitely a lot who, who do you like in um the o'malley and the aljo sterling fight o'malley that's, bro that's gonna be such an interesting fight dude because you have Aljo, who's like a great wrestler, great grappler. He's a good striker too, and obviously he's gonna have the edge in wrestling. And then you got Sean O'Malley, who's just like a knockout specialist, a fucking sniper, bro. So yeah, I, bro, we gotta link link up and watch that fight. To be honest, I'm I'm rocking with O'Malley, uh, and I think I heard O'Malley's uh, uprising is upcoming, and I think he trained here out of yeah, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if he was. Uh, born here but i know he grew up and kind of like trained yeah. out here in arizona he with soto out, and yeah, uh here, yeah. and uh, some of the guys that soto knows yeah and so i i thought that's a crazy story i'm rooting for him man yeah. he, he was a young kid that kind of gave up everything to to take that sport uh professionally and seriously and uh blew up was confident in himself knew knew uh it was something that he could do and uh man the, the rest is history man so um i'm gonna be rocking with uh o'malley man what, did you watch uh john jones in the heavyweight fight 
no, I, I don't. Did they fight already? Uh, no, nah, John Jones fought. Um, uh, he fought. He basically he fought for the heavyweight title a few months back, and he won. And then he has another fight coming up. Um, oh, bro, you know what's an interesting fight? Uh, do you know you know Tyson Fury, right? Yeah, I He's, thought they're boxing. No, so Tyson, oh no no no, Tyson it's a uh, boxing. Um, What's his name? The dude from... Francis Nugano. Yeah, yeah, and Gongwu, yeah, bro. That's going to be a fucking fight, bro. I can't wait to watch that. That's crazy. It's a boxing fight, so I mean... You got, like, one of the hardest... You got the hardest puncher in the world in, in against, UFC, like, yeah. the like a top-class, world-class boxer. The best boxer in the world, yeah. I at mean, the heavyweight... Yeah. yeah, at the heavyweight class, man. That is going to be something to watch, man. Yeah. I'm I can't definitely tapping into that. I can't, I can't wait to see. Yeah, bro, I can't. I can't wait to watch that, bro. That's gonna be. That's gonna be an interesting fight, man. I don't think I was. I was thinking no. about this the other day. Like John Jones does fight Steep, uh, Stipe Stipe Miocic. Yeah, bro. That, there's some great fights coming. Man, dude, UFC UFC has become like my favorite sport, bro. I, it's so fun to watch. And you you I, gotta. I, you just gotta appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like boxing too, but man, there's something about especially like those title fights in the UFC where it's just like, bro everything's going on the line and like it's just a great show to watch you know it's, it's a great show i want to go to a, a, a live a live um, fight one time that'd be really cool mm-hmm. yeah, the interesting thing that I, I really like about the ufc is when you got really good fighters in a weight class and there's like no uh no doubt about it that they're the best of the best and they haven't fought each other but there's a like there's gonna be a lead up to a point where like they're gonna face each other i I like how they usually don't back down they always step up to the plate they're stepping up to the moment and both guys really feel like they're going in there and they're gonna win they're gonna come out stepping out of the octagon with another w and that's something that uh i really like about the ufc is the confidence of each of the fighters in there they're like they're going in there thinking that they're the most badass dude walk, to, walking yeah. walking the planet and that nobody else is going to stop them up until that point when it happens. But, uh, Bro, if you really think about it, like if you're in it, that situation where you're going into the octagon and you're ready to put it, literally put everything on the line for a fight, you really have to have your mindset like dialed in 100%. Like you have to go in there thinking, bro, I'm the baddest motherfucker in the planet, dude. Like, you have no other option to do that because if you walk in there and you're scared, I mean, obviously you're going to be scared. You know, you're going to have nerves, I'm sure. But, man, you got to have that mindset dialed in. I better hope that's what it is, like being, like, anxious, having a little bit of, like, butterflies. But you definitely can't be scared. You're you're not going to be scared of whoever you're stepping up against or whoever you're facing. You better not be. Yeah, for sure, bro, for sure, man. You, You really can't be. And I think that's what... That's what training's for at the end of the day, though, you know, and whatever it is you're doing, that's why you train, you know what I mean? Even, I mean, this podcast that we're doing, bro, like, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get, the more comfortable you get, the more confident you get, and it's just like this repeating cycle, you know what I mean, of, you know, you're nervous, and then you do it, and then you learn from what you did, and then you just repeat that cycle over and over, you know what I mean, and you keep doing it until until you get to the point where you perfect whatever it is you're doing, you know? Yeah, I definitely think it's important to teach confidence and to instill confidence into someone and even remind yourself to have some confidence and and remind yourself uh, who you are, what's inside of you, what you're about. You got to sometimes you need a reminder about like who you are, what's in your blood, man, like where you come from, uh, all of that. You just, you just need a little reminder to to kind of get things going once you do get low or, or when things aren't going your way. It's important to instill confidence, but to not uh, not really, like, shun other or push others down uh, in the midst of it. Bro, what do, you think about, what do you think about taking risk in life? Do you think you have to take risk in life? Yeah, what are you going to be doing if yeah. you just sit back and do nothing? If you're just sitting back watching other people yeah. living life, taking risks. Uh, really I, I like to think to. about it this way. Some people don't even think about it as risk or that they're gambling anything because they're calculating what they're doing, if, if that makes sense. Uh, some people have an eye whenever 
they're gambling whenever they're taking a risk. They see something that they tell themselves, I'm not even really taking a risk. I know that this is a sure thing. I know that if I go with this, then it's it's going to be good or that it's going gonna, it's gonna to go right. You know what I'm saying? And people who, I guess if you want to call it taking risks, if they start taking risks like that, then you're going to start understanding what it is that you're supposed to be doing and you're going to start being led down that path, whatever it is uh, that you want to do. And think you're just going to start attracting whatever it is that you've probably been chasing your whole life. Yeah, bro. The way I look at it, man, is you kind of have to ask yourself, like, let's say there's something that you want to do that you really feel like you're called to do and you feel like you're kind of stuck doing whatever it is you're doing right now. Let's just say it's a job, you know, but there's also like this other thing out there that you really want to pursue. You kind of have to ask yourself, what's what would I rather have? What's the, what's the um, what's the worst case scenario? I either go pursue this goal or this dream or this vision, and maybe I fail, and maybe maybe it doesn't work out, or would you rather just stay where you're at forever? You know what I mean? Which one Which one would you prefer? You You better hope hope that they're going chase, bro, and chase something. Exactly, bro. So it's really. It's really only a risk if you look at it like that. If you look at it like that, it's really not a risk at all. You know what I mean? If you if you feel like you're called to do something, you know? Do you feel like we're, everybody's called to do something or, or is it a select few of us who are? No, I believe everyone, if, if you're breathing air and you're living life here on this earth, you have a purpose. Yeah. You might not know what it is. You might not understand why you're here. You know what I think, bro? But every single person out there has a purpose. They, and, and there's a reason for everything that goes on. You know what I think, bro? The more, the more, the older I get, the more experiences I get in life. I think everybody, including myself, I think everybody knows what they should be doing. Deep down inside, like, I think everybody knows what they should be doing. It's just whether or not you really want to listen to that voice inside of your head, you know? Because Are you going to face it? Yeah, because it's like... I mean, society and the world will give you every reason why you should just stay on the path that most people have gone down. Keep and, being a sheep. Yeah, like, keep being a sheep. Keep, keep, you know, go down the path that everybody else has for you, you know, as far as, like, you know, a job or whatever it is. But I think most people know what they want deep down. Like, if they give, if they gave themselves three or four days, to, you know, in, in silence, and like, they went out to the woods and they just sat for a couple of days i think everybody knows what they want deep down that's true yeah i know i know for me every time that everything i that i want i know what i want it's just whether or not i want to listen to that voice you know and it's 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 your conscience you know it's your it really is your conscience it's your conscience telling you what what the right path is and what isn't the right path like you ever get like a weird feeling when you're you know like at, at a new job or you meet somebody new or you go somewhere new and you get like a weird feeling <clears throat> that like you don't belong there or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's what's always guiding you, you know, is that feeling inside like that conscience within your, within your head. I think it's always guiding you in one way or another. It's whenever I get that feeling, it's uh to me, it's like, bro, are you going to be real with yourself that like, you know, you're not going to like make something out of this. You know that this it, isn't always, something. What I've realized for me is it's always harder to listen to the voice in every, in every situation. It's always a hundred percent. It's always harder to listen to the voice. Like if you just think about it, okay, is it harder to go and get in super good shape or just kind of like just be in average shape? really good shit yeah or making music take making music for an example what what would be the easy what would be the harder path not making music or making music obviously making music is harder you know you got to put the time in so it's like in everything everything it's, it's always harder to listen to your voice and that's why most people don't do it you know what i mean that's why most people don't listen to the voice i think what's also hard about listening to that voice is like whenever that voice Ask me something and usually ask me like are you ready for this like 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 bro what are you scared for like are are you ready for it like are, are you good to go now you know what's crazy bro but, too yeah. is like i think a lot of people think that whatever it is you, you feel like you're called to do 
you feel like, oh, if, if I'm not going to make money from it or if I'm not going to get fame from it or if I'm not going to support myself from it, then I shouldn't. Then it's, it's just a waste of time. I but, feel I feel like that might not even be the biggest thing. I feel like most people, when they have that voice confronting them, it, it's like they're too scared to turn into whatever it is that they want. They, 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 they can't envision, they don't know what they would be like, what type of changes they would have to make, uh, what they would look like being whatever it is that they want and they want to turn into and attract. And I say this just because it's like you want to be the biggest, strongest person, you want to have a good physique, you get that physique, you're going to have people watching you looking at you and and they're going to be looking at you because you have something that other people don't uh you're doing something that other people aren't doing so it's like are you ready to not only see yourself as whatever it is that you want to be but are you ready to explain to others and are you ready to be comfortable in that skin yeah. with yeah, with being that, new, that it's a new identity almost, kind of. But you gotta, it's like you gotta be. Because other you gotta people, under other people start getting comfortable. Because other people being that identity, it's like you got you gotta ask yourself: Are you ready to be that identity? Like, if that's what you want, like, yeah, are are you ready to actually be about it? Can you, can and you that's the thing it? that most people are are scared of. They don't want to fully accept it. It's like, oh no, like I got. I got this and this and this I can still hold on to or oh, I still care about what this and this and this are saying about this and this and this. And it's like that that voice right there is always telling you like, hey, man, like we could jump on it right now. Like if this is what you're really about, like we there's there, the, we there, flip the script right now. There, there is no one stopping you from doing that thing. But it's identity, like, identity is a weird thing, bro. Like identity is a, a really weird thing. To I, I feel like it's the ego. So it's like you're born with a name. Everyone is trying to make their name into something. I feel like the people who are most successful, they don't even really care about their name. They they don't care about that ego. They, they, care, they, they care. don't care about turning their name into something. They drop all that stuff and they just care about being in the moment. The craft. Just doing whatever it is that they care about or whatever it is that they love. And when they, while they're doing that, that's when everyone else builds their name up and and takes right, the attention right. away from just like the, the thing the, that the they second, love. The second that you give it up, the second that you give up the the want to like build your name up and, and like the whole ego thing, and the second you give it up and just focus on the actual doing of whatever it is you 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 enjoy doing, that's kind of when people. Like you just said, they start building your name up now. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. they see what you're doing and they see that you're doing you're things you're different. Truly, you're you're, you're truly, starting to you're stand truly out. Living, you're truly living that identity. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that's a great point. That I, I like that you brought that up, man. That's a great point. I believe that's what most people are afraid of, though. Truly of, deep of, down. Of truly, like, of truly living. Accepting it. Because it's like, I get what you're saying, bro. Because it's like, you know, you're going to have to make changes. Yeah. You know, you know you're, you're going to be doing this and you and know you're going to be, be uncomfortable doing this because you're not used to doing it exactly yeah. but and it's like people hold on to like your your name that you've built up from your childhood and those things right. that you're comfortable with and they still see you as josh when you were a little 18 kid or 20 or, or yeah whatever age yeah. you know they, they see josh it's, it's they like see, they because they see josh from their perspective yep like and their, one day you're gonna grow up yeah. and you're, you're gonna be on whatever it is that you care about whatever it is that you're here to live for and and what you want to be about yeah. and and it's it's gonna be a whole lot different than like you said, what most people thought about you uh, and their perspective that they had on you. And what we're, what we're really just talking about is, you know, having a goal, having a vision, and then basically living that vision. So, like, becoming what it is you want. You know what I'm saying? In a way, you are kind of changing your identity in a, in a way. You know, like, let's say, I don't know, man, you can relate it to really anything, but let's just say you want to be a bodybuilder. You know what I'm saying? you have to live as, as as somebody who is a bodybuilder now, even though you're not a bodybuilder at the current moment, you know? Yeah. So, like... That same confidence. It, yeah, well, it's like, let's say you're starting from day one, right? And you're like, I'm going to be a bodybuilder. You have to do the things that a bodybuilder does who's a professional. And you, you're not going to look like a bodybuilder. Other people aren't going to see you as a bodybuilder. 
but your 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 identity in your in your head and in your heart has to become a bodybuilder. So every day you're eating the foods, you're lifting the weights, you're studying, you're studying your craft, and you're now a professional bodybuilder in your head. But other people aren't going to see it that in you. So when when people or you know when people where the professional part comes from is just like you said when you keep doing things over and over and over, keep getting the reps in, keep doing things repetitively. You don't fail. You don't give up on what you're doing. You stay true and honest to it and you stick with it. You keep doing it and it gets easy. It gets easy for you. You dumb it down, simplify it. It's You've got so good at the simple things, at the easy things that other people simply can't do just because you've done it so many times that yeah. you, you just stand out. It becomes a part of who you are. Exactly. And I think that's where the... Per, like the professional or the where uh, idols or kind of like where just anyone who stands out in anything that they do in this world it, it comes from uh like that confidence and and just wanting to be good at whatever it is that that you want to do yeah bro I, I was i was off a little bit of mushrooms um like this past week and i was doing this like little meditation in my head and i had like my eyes closed and i had like a little bit of a realization and it was just, it was a very simple realization, but to me, like in the moment, it was so powerful because, and it, um, the reason I bring it up is I feel like it's relating to what we were talking about, which is, which is interesting because it was just a realization that like you have to live what it is you, you want, like whatever it is you seek, whatever it is you want, you have to like live it with a, an open heart, you know, and with like, you just have to be open to, to it, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to be accepting of it. And yeah, man, I don't know. I just think I'm trying to think of how I can put the the experience into words. But a lot of people are closed off. A lot of people are closed off, including myself. I've been I, there's been many times and many periods of my life where I'm closed off. And I could say the same thing about and, myself. And when I mean when I say closed off, I just mean just as a whole, like you're not open to putting yourself out there. You're not open to new ideas. You're not just open. You know, vulnerable. Like, vulnerable. Yeah, and it's it's hard to do, but. I truly believe that in order to grow, you have to open yourself up to new experiences, new lessons, new losses, new wins, new people. And that's the hardest part, you know, because it's it's all foreign. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. That, that's the thing that I love just about living life in general. Waking up every single day, you get a, a new opportunity to, to get out there and meet new people, regardless if they look different than you, talk a different language than you. Uh they've grew up somewhere different than you if you're vulnerable and you drop your ego uh you you set that aside you're able to learn and you're able to teach one another and it it could be a great experience for uh the the both of you uh once you're able to be vulnerable and able to learn that you're both of you guys are able to get something uh out of the experience once you drop your ego and then once you take that guard down that usually all of us put up like you said you hold yourself back from being fully present there in the moment yeah it's it's hard to be present though too man it really is hard you know because as a human being you think like thousands of thoughts a day and there's always you know whether it's thinking about the future thinking about the past either one can haunt you haunt you you know what i mean yeah i i think uh it's crazy why a lot of us have this guard up danger comes without warning for the most part usually there's no warning signs there's no heads up there's no none of that when danger is coming your way and every single day they're pushing out things that show you how dangerous this world that we're living in is truly and i can't lie about it there there is a lot of dangers out there and that's why i think it's important to Talk about ways to improve yourself, uh, ways to build confidence in yourself, to not be scared, but to be able to go out there and, and make changes and, and to uh, teach and show others uh, like the right way to live. I guess not, not to be scared, but to get out there and to actually live with one another. Uh, I think that's something that we've kind of got, gotten away from uh, as we're going on in time, man, is like, we're not comfortable with being uh being close with one another with being compassionate being vulnerable 
and uh just being able to share things with one another and uh the older i get i just realize that the time that you get with other people to share experiences uh to be vulnerable and to learn from someone else and have someone teach you something that you didn't know i think that's what life is truly all about and that's how that's how you truly grow up and and evolve and and uh start turning yourself into something is when you really put yourself out there like that yeah bro one of the one of the things about doing a podcast that i'm really grateful for and i didn't i didn't really understand this until or i didn't realize this until i started podcasting was how often and i'm asking you as you know as an individual how often do you have a 45 minute plus conversation with somebody whether it's family whether it's friends without your cell phone without distractions and you just chop it up with somebody for an extended period of time i know for me like almost never bro there's almost i almost never talk to anybody for 45 plus minutes without checking my phone without oh you know looking at looking at something you know what i mean so it's a it's a really cool way to just be able to like you like you're just saying bro just it's a really cool way to be able to connect with somebody be able to set your stuff aside for a period of time and not what the camera is just there you know what i'm saying but i'm i'm, I'm really grateful <laughs> yeah. for it bro like everybody who i've had on so far it's it's one of those things where like i'll always remember it you know like i always remember oh damn like i remember when me and so and so like got to get together and we chopped it up for 45 minutes an hour an hour and a half and like man i really got to know that person i really got to learn something from them and that's that's what that's what life's all about you know is sharing experiences and sharing stories and it's like somebody i was listening to another podcast and they were they were saying how it's like the modern campfire almost you know it's like when you look at our ancestors back in the day they would always go out and you know during the day and they would hunt their food they would build whatever it is they were building really live their life yeah and then they would come 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 come, come together at night you know a little camp talk about it talk about stories share stories share experiences that's, that's the things how, that they did bro and what's interesting is oh it, it's, that's crazy it's really interesting because um that's actually how all knowledge was passed down for many 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 years was people would get together and they would and they would just share stories and they would share these like that's really all the bible is bro you really had to know someone who knew whatever it is and they had to pass that knowledge and information down to you yeah they didn't, you, they didn't write they didn't have books they didn't have any of this shit bro it was all it was all spoken it was all conversations it was all you know coming together with you people. you had to really get it passed down from the person that lived it and, and that would, it kept getting that passed get, down yeah, that kept get getting passed down and yeah it, that's crazy it's yeah, really crazy some of the stories that i've heard like from a from my childhood uh it's crazy to think about some some of the crazy things that i've heard that has still got passed down from generation to generation. I definitely know that a lot of the things that I've heard isn't true and uh, is false, has a false narrative behind it, but there's definitely a lot of things that are truthful uh, that I think is crazy, has still been preserved and is still being passed down. Yeah, bro, I think that's, I'm just, yeah, I think podcasting is just such a, it's such a dope way to use the technology that we have because that's the way I look at it is, it's really just an excuse to be able to talk with people for an extended period of time. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's just, it, it's a cool way to, cool thing to do. And it's, it's really cool to be able to meet people through it and yeah, just, just share, just, and also to just put your ideas out there into the world and you, you never know who it might reach and who it might affect and you know, who you could help out or, you know, entertain or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? It's, it's pretty dope. Yeah. Just, Something I was going to add on um, off of what you were just talking about earlier is first impressions are like when I do sit down and I talk with someone, the things that they talk to me about or the things that they tell me uh, usually sticks with me and has a, a, a certain impression on me, regardless if it's good or bad. But I can usually pick up on if someone's being truthful about what they're talking about or if someone's just BSing me, uh, kind of just talking word of mouth about something or something that they heard from another person or just reiterating something. Uh, one thing that I've learned and that I've always heard um, 
is the eyes don't lie. So whenever you're talking with someone and they're not looking at you in your eyes or uh, they can't like just make eye contact with you with yeah. whatever they're talking about, usually uh, can be truthful about everything that they're talking about. And uh, kind of just like what I was saying, if, if someone is really just uh, not being honest, aren't, yeah, they aren't able to be vulnerable. They're not able to drop that wall and that barrier, just kind of be real with you about whatever's going on. Uh, I can really pick up on that. And uh, I think if people started to be more vulnerable, I think the whole world would kind of uh, start changing. People would start picking up and start seeing other people being more compassionate, uh, caring for one another, actually showing that, man, like, I'm, I'm just like you. Like, I, I bleed just like you. I'm a human being just like you. We're not too much different, but we got to find a way, like you were talking about earlier, communication is a big part. Yeah. We got to find a way to be able to communicate with one another and, and how to come to terms with one another instead of just being quick to resort to guns and violence or trying to end someone's life over something silly and stupid, man. I, it's crazy the stuff that's going on and what the world is turning to. I know what this world can be, but we got to start making changes and we got to start being the ones who make the change. Yeah, man. It's, it's really interesting how we're more connected than ever, but like you were just saying, communication's all fucked up, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Like we have all this technology. We have all these ways to communicate with each other and you know, we still can't figure it out, you know? It's wild, man. But we're taking baby steps. This things that we're doing right now, it's taking baby steps. And I, I think it's important to take baby steps and, and to never quit, to never give up, to to never back down and just fold. I, I think that's the worst thing that someone can do is to start something and then to quit and give up on quit and give up on it before you finish whatever it is that you started. So I think it's important to be real, be honest and take something seriously, take something serious in this life and to never quit and never give up on it no matter what it is. No matter what goes on. How important do you think surrounding yourself around the right people is? I used to say that it's really important, but I've got to the point in my own life where I don't like to make excuses that this person didn't allow me to do this or this person held me back from doing this. Uh, I started to realize that each and every single person in this world once you start growing up and once you've hit adulthood, you're able to make decisions for yourself and, and you're able to own up to your own actions and decisions. And so uh, if there's certain things that you want and there and there's certain things that you don't want, you can start removing yourself from the things that you don't want. You can start surrounding yourself with the things that you do want. And if someone does try to stop you or hold you back from doing whatever it is that you want, then that's on them you got to realize that uh there's always going to be haters there's always going to be someone out there who isn't going to be comfortable or isn't going to like the idea of what you're doing there's always going to be an opposition just being real uh, a lot of people out there don't have any ops or anyone going up against you but once you start doing things that you like and and you're happy with doing those things there's going to be a lot of people out there uh, doing things that they're not happy doing, uh, living an unhappy life, and they're they're gonna have nothing better to do but to hate on what you're doing. It's like they so, say, man. It's you, like they say they say uh, the hate only comes from the bottom. You know, people who aren't happy with themselves or aren't happy with their lives. Like that's the only people who hate. You know. Like I said, uh, once you grow up, you 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 can start making those choices for yourself that you're not going to let no one stop you and hold you back from the things that you want to do or from holding you back from where where you want to get. And once you start making those decisions, you're, you're going to start growing up. You're going to start separating yourself from the fake, from the people who you're really just not supposed to be around. You're going to start investing your energy, your time, your attention into what you're supposed to be doing or what you really and truthfully care about. And, you're just going to have to watch how your life plays out. If that's what you really want, 
you, 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 I guess you can get what you ask for. Yeah. You, you just got to be truthful about what you pray about, about what you want in this life, uh, about the things that you want to attract. Because I really do believe any person out there can get anything that they want, but uh, you just got to be real and you got to be careful about what you wish for. No cap, bro. Well, I mean, shit, that's it for this week, bro. I don't really got nothing else to, to go over, but... Yeah, man, I appreciate linking up with you, bro. It was a good-ass time. Definitely got to do this again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me on once again. Uh, been tapping in with your other podcasts that you've been having going on, and uh, I'm excited to see the next couple episodes that you got coming out. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Well, that's it for this week, y'all. We'll, we'll see y'all later. Peace out. Thank you.